0: This episode of Check the Locks is brought to you by our friends at Audible.
1: Audible is your one-stop shop for audio entertainment where you can always find the best of what you love or discover something new.
0: That's right. Audible offers an incredible selection of audiobooks across every genre from mysteries, thrillers, biographies, and of course, true crime.
1: And as an Audible member, you can choose one title a month from their catalog to keep forever, including the latest bestsellers and new releases.
0: Audible members also get access to thousands of podcasts from popular favorites, exclusive new series, and this very podcast you're listening to now.
1: Plus, the Audible app makes it easy to listen anytime, anywhere. While traveling, working out, walking the dog, doing chores, Audible makes listening anywhere easy.
0: And best of all, Check the Locks listeners can try Audible for free for 30 days. So head over to audibletrial.com slash checkthelocks or click the link in the show notes to start enjoying Audible today.
1: Warning, Check the Locks podcast is a true crime podcast and may contain graphic descriptions of violence, murder, sexual assault, and more. Check the Locks podcast is not appropriate for all listeners. Listener discretion is strongly advised.
0: Welcome back to Check the Locks Presents True Crime for the short on time. As always, I'm John Connor. I'm Olivia Cornu. Saying thank you for joining us as we dive into yet another truly terrifying bite-sized true crime case. Olivia, it is one in the morning. We are wrapping up our marathon. How are you feeling? Are you hanging in there with me? I can see the finish line. This has got to feel like your marathon that you just ran. How are you doing?
1: I feel like I'm at mile 24 of my marathon where it's all uphill. It is that slow, slow, painful (laughs) incline. And then we'll make it around the block and come back down and we'll be done. But we are almost done. We are fighting through. When I say we, I mean me. I am not a late person. I go to bed at like nine o'clock. It is a real late night for me.
0: Well, I know I said this when we first started recording this marathon, but I brewed 10 cups of coffee. I am currently finishing the last one now, and I am chipper as a morning goose. So, ready
1: for his morning.
0: Yeah, but again, we're almost at the finish line. I see your bed on the other side. We can do this, and this is a short on time episode. We don't have a lot of time. I know you don't have a lot of time. Listeners never have a lot of time. What are we talking about this week?
1: We are talking about yet another killer boyfriend because the last couple of weeks I've been on a trend. I promise next time I will have a, something different. But right now I'm just on these killer boyfriend, killer husband kicks.
0: I get it. It is easy to fall into these like patterns or kind of trends, like, you know, I'm a sucker for old cases. Right. Cause I really get interested in the fact that, you know, now we have DNA and we have all this crazy technology. And like back then it was like solving a puzzle. Like you didn't have those things. Mm -hmm. And so I think there's something that kind of draws me to those cases. So I definitely get it. Sometimes we're just like, again, it's your personal fears kind of coming in and, and things like that. So I'm excited to go through it. What do you got? Should we just jump into it? Yeah, let's go. Awesome.
1: It's an exciting time for some, the first day of school. Did you like starting the first day of school? How did you like it?
0: Um... It just depends. I think I kind of dreaded going to school because I just didn't like school. I'm not a traditional learner. Like I'm someone like if I can put a podcast on and learn about something, or if I can do research on something that I'm interested in, or if it's something that I can put my hands on and figure out how to do, I do really well with that. I taught myself how to edit podcasts and edit music and record things. Like that's the, the way that I like to learn. So traditional school, I did just well enough to like get through. I don't know if I've shared the story, but my guidance counselor gave me a science credit for photo class because we use chemicals. And she was like, I just want you to graduate. I don't want to deal with you anymore. (laughs) So, so school wasn't my thing, but it was nice to like go and see my friends and stuff like that. So what about you? Were you like a first day of school? I mean, I know you were a cheerleader. You, I mean, you're probably pretty popular. Like what was the first day of school like for you?
1: I always enjoyed the first day of school, but I also hated going back to school. Like, I'm good at school. School's easy for me, for the most part. I knock on wood as I say that, because I'm about to start another postmaster certification. But I also was the person who, if I would have put in a little bit more effort, I probably would have been, like, valedictorian. But I was like, meh, bees are fine. It's cool. I got it. Um, But I enjoyed going on the first day. You get to see your friends again and people you haven't seen all summer. And But after the fact, I'm like, can I sleep in? Can I go back
0: to bed? Yeah. I've always been jealous. Like Kara, my wife is like that a lot where school just comes very, very easy to her. Um, like that environment, she's able to take that information in. She's a good test taker things like that. And it's just not the way that my brain works. I've learned as I've gotten older, like I I'm a verbal processor. Like I have to work through things verbally and, you know, talking in class is not something that teachers like, you know what I mean? But, and this is the last thing I'll say about it. I was also the kid that I did no homework for the entire year. Cause I was in a band. Like when I got done with school, I was going with my friends, hanging out in the basement and we were writing songs and playing music. And my history teacher was like, you have a zero in my class right now because you haven't done any homework. You participate in class and like, you know, stuff, but you just don't do the work. He was like, if you pass the final, I will pass you. And so I studied for the final. I went and took it. I got an A minus <laughs> and he passed me, but he also took me in the hallway and Pushed me up against the lockers and was like, apply yourself. And I was like, I don't want to. So, I don't want to do homework, mom. Right. I got other stuff to do. But like I say, it's just one of those things where I learned the way that I learn. And now that I'm older, I figure that out. You know what I mean? But I remember being so frustrated, being like, I hate being here. This is so boring. But anyway, I digress. Back to the murder.
1: So we're going back to the first day of school, and Laura Wallen is a 31-year-old social studies teacher at Wild Lake High School in Columbia, Maryland. She and her boyfriend, Tyler Tessier, were expecting a child. Laura was four months pregnant. On September 5, 2017, Laura Wallen was absent on the first day of school. This was not like the scholar and the teacher who was awarded Teacher of the Year for the prior school year. Police and family began looking for Laura. Her boyfriend, Tyler, participated in multiple press conferences alongside her parents, begging for Laura's return. Between September 5th and September 11th, detectives continued to interview Tyler. Police felt like that with each interview, Tyler gave conflicting statements. Investigators were also able to figure out that Tyler was engaged to another woman. Now, days later, on September 13th, 2017, Laura's body was found in a shallow grave. An autopsy would later reveal that she was shot in the back of the head. Shortly after Laura's body was found, Tyler Tessier was arrested and charged with first-degree murder. Tyler admitted that he drove Laura's car to their apartment complex in Columbia, Maryland. There, he disposed of her phone and driver's license in a dumpster. He also removed her license plate from her vehicle. An employee at Gramercy Place Apartments notified police that they had found a license plate at the front apartment dumpster. While police were investigating, they also noticed a 2011 black Ford Escape, which is the car that Laura owned. Detectives were able to trace Laura's last transaction on her debit card to a Safeway store and only on September 2nd between 8.30 and 9.30 p.m. They reviewed the surveillance footage that showed Laura and Tyler making a purchase together. Now Tyler confessed to sending a text message from Laura's phone to her sister the morning of September 4th. As more and more started to point towards Tyler, an acquaintance told police that she was contacted by Tyler to give him a ride to the Gramercy Place Apartments. She stated that he told her to lie about giving him a ride should she ever be questioned by the police. The morning that Tyler Tessier was to appear in court, he woke up at 4 a.m., showered at 4.15, and returned to his cell to dress. He was served breakfast around 4.45 a.m. During the correction officer's next rounds, Tyler Tessier was found hanging in his cell. The officer immediately started CPR and EMS took over around 5.15 a.m. At 5.32 a.m., the morning of opening statements, Tyler Tessier was pronounced dead in his jail cell. The Montgomery County Attorney's Office made a statement that Tyler was alone in his cell at the time of his death and there were no signs of foul play. Now there's speculation that Tyler found out that Laura was having a meeting with his supposed fiancé, that she had found out about it. And was going to tell her that she and Tyler were having a baby. And so there's some speculation that he killed Laura in hopes of her not telling his fiance that he was pregnant.
0: You know, these cases are always super hard for me because it reminds me of cases like the Chris Watts murders. You know, where it's if you just don't want to be in that relationship, just don't be in that relationship.
1: Yes, 100%.
0: But now you've killed an innocent woman who her only crime or mistake was being involved with you. And then you've also taken the life of an unborn child.
1: His unborn child. Yeah.
0: And it's just heartbreaking because, you know, I would imagine that Laura, before she found out about whatever was going on with this other woman, you know, that's an exciting time. Like you're excited to have a baby and you're thinking about nurseries. You know, I remember when Kara was pregnant, it was, you know, what color are we going to paint the nursery? And like, I was putting the crib together and like making sure everything was ready and You know, it's a scary time, but it's an exciting time. And just thinking about how she must have been feeling. And then if it is true that she did find out, like, that would just make your world collapse. You know what I mean? Then you're like, oh, man, I'm having a baby with this guy who was engaged to somebody else, you know. And then for that guy just to snatch her life away from me is, is absolutely awful. It's heartbreaking.
1: I mean, clearly he was devastated about it. He took his own life. Not that that makes it right. But, I mean, ultimately, I think he realized he made a mistake. One would hope. There's also the, the coward effect that I say, like man up, you killed your wife and your unborn child, sit through your trial and get the sentence that you deserve.
0: I think for me, I'm leaning more towards that. I think that it was, he knew that he was going to potentially be in prison for the rest of his life. It sounds like they had more than enough evidence that he was going to be convicted. And to me, it sounds like instead of, like you said, owning up, I did this terrible thing. I did the crime. I literally have to do the time. It's a fear thing. We're like, I'm not going to make it in prison. So I'll just kill myself and avoid the whole thing, you know, and I'm sure that there's probably some guilt factored into it, but I'm sure in a strange way as well, there's a lot of like self-preservation in a sense. You know what I mean? Where it's like, well, you know, especially for people who hurt women and children in prison, like it's not a good place to be, you know, so. Not at all. I don't know. It's This is one of those things where, like, I, mean, I know we'll talk about the deadbolt test here in a minute. It's not going to make me check my locks, but it makes me angry. You know, it's, I don't know. It's just hard.
1: Well, speaking of checking the locks and the deadbolt test, where does, where do you put this on your deadbolt test?
0: I mean, am I going to check my locks tonight? You know, did this case freak me out? You know, anything like that? I mean, I, I'm going to put it at a three, but my disgust with it, my anger with it, I, that's like a, that's like a 12, you know, yeah. I mean? a 12, 15, easy. But, you know, this isn't one of those things where I'm scared of Tyler Tessier coming to my house or somebody like Tyler Tessier coming here or anything like that. It's just, I don't know. I'll just say it again. It's like if you don't want to be in the relationship, like, Break just up. don't be in the like, relationship. They're
1: adults. They're 33 and 31. Like that's my age. Like you could raise a child. I could raise a child on our own. It might be tough, but we'll make it work. Just be done. Just be done. I am a big person about that. I don't cheat. I don't believe in cheating. I just think if you don't like someone, you don't have to kill them. Just break up.
0: Yeah. And my wife and I have had that conversation before, too. It's like, you know, if you ever have thoughts of cheating, like. Just go. That means you're unfulfilled in your relationship. So it's either like figure out what's going on and like work through it or realize that like, oh, I'm not happy in the relationship. This obviously isn't the relationship for me. And then you you move on. You do like the adult thing, you know. Yeah. But it's just like it's exactly like the way that he took his life it's an act of cowardice it's not wanting to own up to decisions that he made in his life you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and so he took her life and then he took his own life
1: and his own his unborn child
0: yeah it's death it's it's awful and i have like zero sympathy it's you know what i mean like i just i'm not sympathetic to anyone who would do something like that but what about you where does this fall in the devil test for you
1: Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to put it kind of low, about a three. But on the level of disgust, it's high up there more than a 10. And just the frustration. Again, we can reiterate the same things, but I'm pretty much agreeing with you on this whole thing. So I'll give it about a three.
0: Well, that is where we fall on the deadbolt test for this week. Olivia and I coming in with a pair of threes. But as always, we want to know where does this story fall on your deadbolt test? You can reach out. Let us know. Find us on Instagram at Check the Locks Pod. You can hit us up on Twitter. Check the locks. And if you're not in our Facebook group, what are you doing? Come hang out with us. We would love to interact with you. Spend a little time with you. And as always, if you're interested in supporting Check the Locks, you can do so by becoming a patron. Head over to patreon.com forward slash check the locks. You can sign up. We've got a bunch of different tiers, a lot of great benefits, exclusive stickers, mugs, t shirts, all sorts of stuff just for being a member of our Patreon family. So if you want to support us, help us to keep the lights on, that is a great way to do that. And if you cannot support us financially, that definitely is okay. Just listening to the show, sharing what we do with your friends and family means just as much, if not more. So from the bottom of our hearts, if you are sharing the show, you're letting people know about us telling them to tune in just know that we appreciate that more than you would ever know and it is really helping us to grow this community that is all that we have for this week's episode but please remember to subscribe to check the locks on your favorite podcast app so that you never miss an episode we will see you next week with a brand new truly terrifying true crime case but until then don't forget to
1: check the locks see you next week bye